Previously on Great Samaritans. To Jif. To whom it may concern, and only to whom it may concern. If you're not concerned, don't read, please destroy this letter. You should be concerned, because Skippy is beating you in China. And there's a whole lot more hungry mouths in China than here. How many times more? Four times more. Good news! There are four Avatar movies coming out this decade. And you may ask, what's the connection? And we're here to tell you. Jake Sully is now Jif Sully. He changed his name to pay homage to his favorite snack. After Pandora's tree was destroyed, the Na'vi have to relocate to a peanut farm. And the evil military guy changed his name to Skippy. I'm blue, Daba Dee Daba Die. What else is blue? Blue-colored sculpting Jif. Clay should be edible. And what better edible material to make clay with than peanuts? In every color. For light colors, you can also sell white chocolate sculpting clay. And for a finger painting experience, squeeze bottle Jif in a more malleable formula. To hit younger. In Hook, when they imagine the goopy colorful food, everyone wants to eat that stuff, but it doesn't exist. You guys can make that food. Speaking of squeezing, we found from reading your reviews that people are taking your squeeze bottles into gyms. Let's take advantage of this. We're talking private peanut butter rooms. We're talking attendants who will shoot it into your mouth from six feet away, parentheses COVID. We're talking invest in infrastructure to make these gyms. That's a difficult idea. Here's an easy one. Hard pivot. Your brown cap on the natural. Make it peanut butter colored. We all want it. With speckles, please. There's one issue we haven't addressed in this email. The fact that peanut allergies are killing your sales. And we can't do anything about this problem. And we're sorry. You're welcome. The Great Samaritans. Vertical integration. Synergy. Pass the briefcase. Attention. Interest. Desire. Action. Strengths and weaknesses. Everyone turn to slide. What's your end game? What do they want that they don't know they want? Dow Jones. Welcome to Great Samaritans, the podcast where we take a deep dive into your favorite food and beverage brands. My name is Thomas Stern. I'm joined by my co-host, John Ramsey. And we're doing this podcast because it's our dream to start our own food or beverage business one day. And we thought, what better way to do that than research some of our favorite food and beverage brands? How's it going, John? What's up, everybody? It's going great. I'm in high spirits. Um, Regarding the status of my employment, there has been a change in the status of my employment. If we'll remember back to the Edgar Navarez episode, I was let go of my, from my job, and I just want to let everybody know that I kind of got a new job, kind of. It's, it's so unique to any job I've had before. I am now um, reading Audible books, so I, I'm, I'm getting paid to read books. It's really, it's really perfect for me. I'm having a blast. I'm having an absolute blast. And the and the jaws have dropped, audience. The jaws have dropped. <laughs> that is so cool, John. It's so wow. cool. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've already booked my first book. I've booked my book. I've booked a book. 
and wow. uh, and I'll and I'll let people know when it's available to listen to on Audible. Um, spoiler alert: It's can, not a fun book. It's not going to be a fun book to listen to. But maybe I can spruce it up. Are you allowed to tell us what the first book is? I don't know. I don't. I, I I truly don't know. Okay. So I'll just I'll just verge on the on the side of safety for now um, and say no. Cool. But it's well, in, man, it's in that's the works so exciting. Thrilled about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's how I'm doing. That's my whole thing. That's my whole update. And I know, okay, Thomas. Cool. I, I know, I know that our dream is to start our own food or beverage business. And I just want to let you know that this is only a side hustle. I swear to you, this is only a side hustle. Okay. I'm still. I got my eyes on the ball, on the prize. Great. I'm gonna keep my uh, my update short because I want to ask you some questions, John. Oh, okay. I had a really weird dream last night. I woke up at 4:30 a.m., but uh, I'm doing fine. And here's my first question. Wait, 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 wait. You're not gonna talk about the dream. All right, so in the dream, I lost my favorite jacket. Okay. This jacket is similar to one that I sold about five months ago. Okay. And then I was sort of hanging out in some sort of store with a friend who doesn't exist in real life, and we were just trying to figure out where it went and what I should do. Okay. The reason it was intense was because I really liked the jacket. The stakes were on the jacket. Yes. And so when I was slipping into consciousness, I was thinking like, wait, did I lose a jacket? That prevented me from falling asleep again that night, last night. Just the feeling that you've like, there's something that you've lost and you can't quite place it maybe? Yeah. And you know what? I was thinking as I was walking back to my apartment from getting my lunch just now, leaving Chicago is setting the jacket aside. Is that it? I think so. My favorite cold place? Yeah. I think that's okay. that could definitely be it. Yeah, I do want to give congratulations to my brother. His first child was born yesterday. What? Oh, that's big too. <laughs> a new little stern. Yeah, that's right. What's what's the name? His name's Kenzo. Kenzo. Strong name. Yep. Strong name. A rare name featuring a Z. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Thank you. Now on to my questions for you, John. Okay. On the last pod, here's a sentence you said verbatim. As a potential parent, I don't want kids running around with Play-Doh. Are you thinking of having kids, John? <laughs> I've been a potential parent for about 15 years. That's how I meant to say it. Okay. Ever since I... I just thought like this would be an exciting... Uh, no, I'll let everybody know, though. I'll let everybody know. I'm currently, a, I'm still a potential parent in the sense that I could physically have a baby with someone. Okay, cool. Yeah. But That's no, what you meant. Yeah, Got so it. far there has been, uh, there's been, there's been no baby in my life. All right, well, we've waited long enough to introduce our guest. No, you wait, may... hold on. Let's Before we get oh, to the guest, yeah? we have a, we have a bonus guest. We have a, someone joining the Great Samaritans team. Yes. I'm so sorry. We have... Hired and contracted an engineer to help us with our audio, to help us with editing, to help us on the on the on the dark side of the podcast that the listeners don't get to hear. He is one of my greatest friends. We met in college. We did improv together. He got in uh, 
audio engineering degree from Fairhaven, and that doesn't sound like a dig unless you went to Fairhaven or went to Western Washington University. <laughs> Alex LaValle has joined the team as Engineer Alex. Engineer Alex, I am I am beyond thrilled and honored to have you here. Now we can introduce our guest, and I'm so sorry again for making our guest wait. So you might know our guest from the IO Pool Team Aces, the one glorious night that her and John's Twisty team performed at Second City, her indie team, Poster Child, or from her sketch writing, she's a hardcore ice cream enthusiast and haagen fan. Sarah Marie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Sarah Marie, you chose haagen Before we do, could I, could I sing my song for Sarah Marie? <gasps> you have a song I did it in the me? last episode. I did it in the last episode. I describe. I like to describe guests with a little bit of a song, and I'm going to continue that tradition. Oh, so I'm I will be, honored. I will be f- featuring a song by Prince and New Power Generation, a song oh. called Cream. <clears throat> Cream, get on top. Cream, you will cut. Cream. Don't you stop, cream, shaboogie bop. That was it. Yay! Yay! I love it. Thank you. I am blown away that you chose a Prince song for me. That makes me so happy. Oh, thank God. I really... And it's a a great Prince song, too. Stressed. I stressed about it for a second. Did you? Do I go... Do I go Wu-Tang Clan? Do I do Cream from Wu-Tang Clan? Is there something else entirely that I'm just not considering? So... I'm I'm thrilled with my choice, and I'm glad that that it impacted you positively. I am too. I'm a big Prince fan, so great. Okay, <laughs> that segment's over. Move, moving on. <laughs> so, Sarah Marie, what is your yeah. history with Haagen Dazs? I'm trying to remember when I started buying Haagen Dazs on the regular and having it in my house. I'm a big ice cream fan. Uh, I love ice cream. I always have since I was a kid. Um, and <clears throat> as far as like desserts and stuff to keep in the house, I don't keep a ton of that stuff uh, in the house on a regular basis. Um, but ice cream is sort of my consistent go-to thing I always want to have around. And I think it's partly something about, uh, you know, the marriage of sugar and fat is really does it for me. So I would tend to choose ice cream over a piece of cake. So the reason I chose Haagen-Dazs ice cream (laughs) specifically um, is because I uh, think that Haagen-Dazs is sort of uh, the best you can do sort of bang for your buck uh, sweet spot of quality and price point. So, John, why don't we get a little bit into our experience with ice cream in general and Haagen-Dazs, the brand? When I think of ice cream, I think of Breyers. I think of uh, of the uh, French vanilla bean Breyers ice cream. I think of the – they have a great coffee. This was just like what my parents would get. It was always – the option that we would go for that we would spring for and then i guess you know you have to uh you have to throw in maybe uh 
Baskin Robbins, Cold Stone. I mean, if we're just talking about ice cream in general, those are those are all names that come to mind. But my Hagen Dazs journey is, I'm afraid to say, at its beginning. I have I've never I've never seen Hagen Dazs as something that I want because I've been so uh, intoxicated and so in lust with some of the not better brands but and these brands will remain nameless some uh flavors that pack a lot of additional you know fudge mm. peanut butter cookie I dough i know what you're talking I about think you too i think you let's do. not mention the yeah, name yeah um out of disrespect yeah out of respect for our dear friends it's funny briar's vanilla is one uh one of the standbys that uh, my mom would always get. And so when I think of ice cream, I definitely think of that. My dad is really into ice cream. I mentioned yesterday when we were hanging out, he's big into the brand McConnell's. And so we would always have Brazilian coffee, Brazilian coffee chip, which had chocolate chips, Mm. Dutch chocolate, or mint chip. Mm. And he would also get this product that was in Southern California called Caramel Sin, which they had, it was like hot fudge sundae topping. Ah. They had caramel and then they had the chocolate caramel and, you know, we would microwave it and make little sundaes and that was the best thing ever. That sounds so nice. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we'll get into the brass tacks of Haagen-Dazs. Hey everybody, Thomas and John here with uh, a little bit of a downer for this commercial. Round balls, pivoting flex balls, and their associated round balls, pivoting flex ball candies have been causing some complications. And some people have been swallowing and enjoying the very dangerous pivoting flex ball instead of the pivoting flex ball candies. That's right. They do contain some toxic ingredients. And so you really have to be careful when you're reading the ingredients. We have a list of some people who have been affected by consuming the pivoting flex ball instead of the pivoting flex ball candy. And um, well, Thomas and I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. First on the list is little Toby Davis. He's eight years old. He loved playing with Legos and on... April 1st, he was rushed to the emergency room because he swallowed a pivoting flex ball. Luckily, the pivoting flex ball was successfully extracted without any serious um, surgery, but we just wanted to pay respect to his name. Benny Watkins, age three and a half. Benny loved looking at insects under a microscope. He told his parents that he wanted to become a bug doctor when he got older. Unfortunately for Benny, he was hungry one day and he went snooping around his daddy's medicine cabinet and he consumed a pivoting flex ball. He was rushed to the hospital. There have been no updates. Yeah, we're all praying for Benny. Jeffrey McDonald, age 10. He loved playing Magic, The Gathering, and computer games. He wanted to be an architect. He's great at math. For a 10-year-old. He loves candy. His older brother, Norm, 
had the Spider-Man pivoting flex balls, and naturally he thought they were candy, and so he ate two of them. Within seconds of putting them in his mouth, he passed out. His father found him in the bathroom on the floor. (laughs) His father naturally took him to the hospital. He had his stomach pumped, and they were able to extract them. So again, we can't stress this enough. Just make sure you look at the nutrition facts and then the ingredients section under them to see whether sugar is the first ingredient. If it's not, then that's a pivoting flex ball and you shouldn't even lick it. From all of us here at Great Samaritans, get your shave on, but do it safely. Now back to the pod. (laughs) All right, we're back. It's time for the brass tacks. Hold on. I've got a family member calling. Guys, we we have a very special once-in-a-lifetime segment coming up. My, I forget how old he is, maybe six-month-old baby nephew is going to taste ice cream for the first time in his life on the pod, and we're going to get his reaction. Hey, Christina. Hi, Thomas. Congrats on being an uncle. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it would be great if we got audio of... Henry's reaction. I can't guarantee no. he's going to say anything. But okay, that's all right. <laughs> Thank you. If, uh, yeah, we just need his take. We just <laughs> look at there's you. That's Henry. You're in a Zoom meeting, Henry. <laughs> all right, tell me, are you guys ready? We're ready. Yeah. Okay, you're ready. Are you ready, Henry? Is that the best thing ever? Ooh, <laughs> arms flailing. What does that mean? <laughs> he's grabbing the bowl. Oh, yes. oh, good one, Henry. Yes. And rubbing all over his shirt. Here, is it yes. too cold? Okay. I think it's too cold. I think it's too cold for him. And Very maybe Henry's just not a chocolate fan. Yeah, you're mm. right. Maybe he's more of a fruit ice cream kind of guy. Mm. So it yeah. go well. He's covered in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do. In 10 years' time, we bring Henry back onto the pod. <laughs> yes. And we have him retry the chocolate Hagen does. We we remake the I think whole that's experience. A, that's a good that's a good idea. We'll like see. It. We'll check back in. It'll be like those studies of twins and yes, how they right. develop over. We're like time. seven up. We'll do it. This was awesome. Oh good. Sorry it wasn't as probably good of a reaction as you were hoping for. It's not at all as good as I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let me just say I love the podcast. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Yeah, I've Big heard fan. it too. It's a great podcast. Oh, thanks that guys. Kind You're words, welcome. very kind words, and a very kind baby. All right. Well, now it's time to get into the real brass tacks. Quick history of Hagendaz. Founder Ruben Mattis was born in 1912 to Jewish parents. As a child, he worked with his uncle, who was in the Italian lemon ice business in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. By 1929, the family started selling chocolate-covered ice cream bars and sandwiches under the name Senator Frozen Products in the South Bronx, delivering them with a horse-drawn wagon to neighborhood stores. In 1950, he decided to pivot to heavier, high-end ice cream. In 1959, he formed a new ice cream company with what he thought to be a Danish-sounding name, haagen as a tribute for Denmark's exemplary treatment of Jews during World War II. I thought that was really cool. I I am blown away that it was uh, made by a Jewish boy from Brooklyn because half of my family is Jews from Brooklyn. (laughs) So... 
Oh, hey. now I feel, now That's I right. feel even Represent. more connected. So to continue, Rose Mattis would dress up in fancy clothing to distribute free samples, giving the ice cream an air of sophistication and class. Mm. I also just wanted to quickly mention that they do seem to contribute to some social causes. Here's a quote from their website. The Haagen-Dazs brand is committing $1.5 million over the next three years to organizations that are working to uplift and support marginalized and underrepresented creators and tastemakers. They also have a line of bee-dependent flavors that they're helping save the bees with. I My instinct is to be like, oh, that's cool. But also, here's my thing with corporations. Every corporation will always let you down every time. I feel like corporations are trying to see like how little can we do based on the power that we have to get people to not get upset at us. The notion that there could be like a company that does things in a way that is not at all compromised is kind of a silly notion. Like people try to cling to it as if it's, um, you know, that there's some sort of like way to live that is like, you know, morally pure. But ice cream is one of the pleasures in life that we can enjoy. So the two things we have to walk around with all the time is a, I think, cautious optimism, appreciating good, pushing for more good, as well as a, like somewhat of a resignation that we have to enjoy some things that will be in some ways bad. <laughs> and then we cap off that thought, haagen <laughs> It's a commercial. It- Yes. It's a black box. That was my next thought. It's a black box, black text commercial. Okay, I think we've got some good ones. I got to say, I have recently I've been thinking about stuff um, because quarantine is so miserable, because um, there are so few nights. I was speaking with a friend of mine over the phone and she was telling me about this lovely dinner she made for her and her roommates. And um, I said, that sounds so nice. And she said, well, dinner is one of the only nice things we have right now. And I said that that is mm. so true. <laughs> During what you were uh, what you were saying, Sarah Marie, what if Hagen does put dinner? What if they cornered <laughs> Hagen does dinner TV dinners? Hagen does TV dinners. You keep it frozen. You can keep it in its uh, cute little cups. Yes. <laughs> and then instead of ice cream, maybe you could have like a frozen curry. And then you have like chunks of falafel or lamb, potato, peas, mm. rice. And so Hagen dust could just take the last bastion of happiness that we have left, which is dinner, and, and they can absorb it. Right. It's an idea. Dinner ice cream. Dinner by Dawes. Ooh. Dinner, dinner Dawes. Hagen dinner. Hagen dinner. Hagen dinner. <laughs> Hog and dinner. Hog and dinner. With a 100% real hog. <laughs> yeah, they all have hog. They all have hog. Uh, we're all pressed for time. Dinner, dessert, it's got to be in one big bucket that yes. you just take out of yes. that freezer. It's a huge time saver. Dinner, top half. You eat the top half of your of your cup and that's the dinner portion and then there's maybe a layer of some food that can pass as a dinner or a dessert 
maybe filling, you know, like cranberry sauce can go either way, I feel like. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. We find something like that that acts as a layer, and then we layer it with that, and the dessert is on the bottom. You know, there's another concept. So I think that Haagen-Dazs could have a really interesting um, branding opportunity to have people, like sort of like it's like a, a, almost like an influencer adjacent sort of concept called the Hagen Fairies. And what they do is when you are in a moment where to go back to this concept of like the best you can do trying to choose some compromised joy in your life, if you are in one of those moments, the Hagen Fairy appears and hands you a cone of Hagen Das ice cream. Yes, I like it. Mm-hmm. So now we need to figure out how to make the Hagen Fairies how do we reach out to influencers to make the Hagen Fairies a thing? I think we hire actors. Yeah, they're not unionized, so we... and that's and that's going to be. So then we can start feeling more conflicted about Hagen Dazs because they they union bust their Hagen Fairies. Yeah, and sadly, and I hate to I hate to make something more sad, but we're going to need to audition these actors. <laughs> I think. We mm-hmm. have schools. Mm-hmm. We have a training program to become a Hagen Fairy. It's like a, I don't know, a five mm-hmm. five part class. Each class okay. runs about three months. This is sounding it's a lot. This is sounding a lot bucks. like an improv theater so far. <laughs> and then at the end, you audition, and then maybe you be, can become right. a Hagen Fairy. Now you don't really get paid for being a Hagen Fairy, but. Everyone knows that actors mm-hmm. who have Hog and Fairy mm-hmm. on their resume get more gigs. What if they hand the ice cream and the person sort of takes it and then the Hog and Fairy Yeah. The Hog and Fairy could give them a little kiss and then fly away. Okay. Or they could take a lick of the ice cream and then you take a lick of the ice cream and you feel like you've made and, a human connection. And that is what we can do if it's a French vanilla. If you order the French vanilla, they they put their tongue on it. <laughs> yeah. And that's you if you want a French Hagen yeah. fairy, that's what you get. And by the way, I think these Hagen these Hagen fairies have to be doing all of this for exposure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have two things to add. One, your chance of getting a Hagen fairy experience is directly connected to how many how much Haagen-Dazs you purchase. The other thing I want to mention is Hagen fairies don't have to have a certain look. Anyone can be a Hagen fairy, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. When you said it could be anyone, like, I love this. Um, I didn't even think of that. But I love the notion, I think you're actually really onto something, Thomas, with that they could just look like themselves. Um, First of all, because then you have like a crossover and like a commodification of someone's actual personality and not a separation that they put Ooh. on. And mm. uh, that's one thing. So that's dark and fucked up and delightful. It almost sounds like we're creating a 1984 Big Brother type, except Big Brother is a Hagen fairy. And we don't know hmm. who the Hagen fairies are, but we know that they're watching us and some of uh, and some of them are going to be there to give us a Hagen-Dazs on a cone. Oh, I didn't even Maybe. think of Is that. There any there? 
I, no, I think there's absolutely something there. I think... So I think what we have to do is figure out our which ideas we want to go with and rip the Band-Aid off and draft okay. that email. Yeah. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with... I mean, first of all, I think Hagen Dinner is great. I'm going to say their tagline is Hagen Dinner, das a winner. That's, oh. that's what I'm oh. going to go with. <laughs> Oh, that's God's so winner. funny. That's so good. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. So I'm so pleased you like it. Uh, uh, so I Hulk think dinner. <laughs> that's a winner from yeah. the 180 that we took of talking about how ruined we are as a society to hog and dinner. That's a winner, <laughs> folks. If you're trying to. Learn what comedy is. You better be taking notes because that's it right there. <laughs> that's right. So maybe they're they actually teach you a legitimate trade. So there's they're they're real schools that teach you something valuable. The art and science of joy. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. What if we make yes. them do the work of how this is going to work and just you should have hog and fairies and this is how they work and this is what they do. Mm-hmm. You figure it out. And I'm sure what they figure out will be something but yeah. wild. <laughs> Hog and fairies suppress your cravings by offering you another craving. So anytime <gasps> you're craving something, they will descend or they will appear. They'll offer you the ice cream. And if you're still craving that thing, if your craving still exists, go ahead and get it. But if not, then at least Hagen dazs did its job and you know, appeased that hunger, maybe. Mm. That's genius. And we don't need to worry ourselves with the details. They can figure it out. Mm-hmm. They've got a team, you know. This brain trust yeah. is only three people. They've got an entire team. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, okay. we're going to draft the email. All right, we're back. We have our water and apple cider vinegar, and we're ready to draft this email. First step, how do we speak their language? What's hello in Danish? Thank you. Hi just sounds like hi. We could, but they're not actually Danish, so I'm like tempted to be like, hi, and also shalom. We can make up our own language that's kind of Danish-based, because that's exactly what they did with their name. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Hello. Hog. Good hog. Good good hog. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're getting into Gutentag kind of territory. Yes. <laughs> or we could just say Gutenhagen, let it be a pun. Gutenhagen. And they'll yeah, know, there yeah. You go. yeah. Yes. Because we're also addressing their name so they know that it's to them, which is yeah. good. Okay, Guten. Gutenhagen. Gutenhagen. I think we need to say who we are first. And then, and if you oh, would okay. indulge us, we have an incredible, um, two incredible brand innovations. We are three individuals. One of us is a Hagen dazs yes. enthusiast. And two of us are hopeful capitalists. Try yeah. to get on their page. Just say, hey, we're all the same. Exactly. Here. I say we hook them with our dinner idea because that's concrete. Yeah, absolutely. We are coming to you with 
with a product development idea and marketing idea, both with the potential like to disrupt, because they love that word disrupt, the very concept of frozen, you already said indulgence. To disrupt everything we thought we knew about the ice cream industry. Yes. Yes. Something like that. Okay. The as you as you know, the millennials and Gen Z market is increasingly pressed for time. That's great. So <laughs> why not make dinner a little easier? Or do we say dinner is one of the last bastions of happiness that consumers have and ice cream is such a joyful experience we naturally wanted to combine the two. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And we often don't and and as much as we say we want to combine the two, let's get real. We're in a market now where we have to combine the two because yeah. of societal forces draining everyone's time. Globalization is here and it's here to stay. <laughs> yeah, you could almost think of it like a seven-layer dip. But there's a savory three layers and then a, a medium fourth layer that goes savory or sweet. It doesn't matter. And then you've got three layers of sweet. Oh, three layers of sweet. Wow, I was thinking it had three layers total. I Just mean, like... I guess, yeah, I was adhering to... Uh, specifically to the seven layer example. It doesn't have to be seven layers. You just have your savory, mm. you have your something in the middle, and you have your sweet. And our slogan, I mean, the slogan yeah. is the selling point of the Hagen right. dinner, right? Yeah. yeah. Should I do the voice for it? That. Everybody, silence. Hagen dinner, das a winner. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we should probably clip that. Yes. So we'll send the email and then we'll just have a clip right here. <laughs> and we'll say, please, please refer to the clip and listen to the clip before moving on so they can hear John, that. I think you also had a really like upbeat read of the line, which I thought was really nice, too. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it. Hogan dinner? That's a winner. <laughs> Thomas, why don't we get you two so we can get all three of us in here? Okay. Hogan dinner? That's a winner. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was, the, that was the EA Sports of that read. <laughs> have you ever had a craving? Or have you ever had a craving that you felt guilty about fulfilling? I know I have. We all have. Remind Hagen Dazs that we're all human here. We are walking gremlins of ugly desire. Enter the Hagen Fairy. These are. <laughs> These are not union. <laughs> These are non-union contract hires who will provide people with a small portion of Hagen Dazs ice cream of their favorite Hagen Dazs flavor in a cone mm -hmm. when they're being tempted by one of their many shameful cravings. We know what their favorite flavors are, and when they're encountering temptations because of their smartphones. If the little dot on the GPS is kind of going down the street and then it just sort of stops and kind of slumps a little bit, you know yes. they need a hog and fairy. Yes. Or yeah. I bet, and this is even more sinister to even stab at, but I bet that phones can track when your heart rate increases. Yeah. Just, I mean, I wear a Fitbit. Some can. <laughs> How do you become a hog and fairy? Well... We've got brick and mortars, we've got classes, and we have real world skills um, that 
our instructors will be able to teach the students for about $400 for eight weeks how to sell joy. <laughs> oh boy, do we go through all the classes? Printmaking. Intro to joy. Yeah, we know, you, like you're an incredible, then we stroke the ego. You're like, there's a reason we came to you, you know, these are all the things you do for us and, and we're sure you will come up with a way to make this happen. We've presented the two ideas. Mm -hmm. Storybook end it. Come up with a little Haagen-Dazs of our own for the goodbye. So we just have to make up goodbye, but in Haagen-Dazs speak. Farfloopin. What? I said farfloopin. I like it. Maybe Hagen farfloopin so they know it's in their language. Hagen. So it sounds to me like Hagen speak. You always have to put Hagen into whatever you're saying. You always start with Hagen. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. And then it's gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> Hagen for Flupen, the Great Samaritans. <laughs> Sarah Marie, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. I can't wait to see what Hagen Das thinks of all this. Me too. I, the pleasure is all mine. I am I'm so excited to see where this goes. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. That was Great Samaritans. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Great Samaritans Pod or email us at greatsamaritanspod at gmail.com. Feel like being a Great Samaritan yourself? Rate and review us on iTunes. Bye-bye. Consider yourself vertically integrated. Boom. That was synergy. Attention, check. Interest, check. Desire, check. Action, checkmate. Thank you for passing the briefcase. Thank you for telling me your endgame. Everyone, turn to slide five. Dow Jones.